from the Ticats Audio Network. This is Ticats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Ticats Today for a Wednesday, August the 31st, 2022. The last day of August. Uh, not the unofficial last day of summer. I usually like to designate that as Labor Day. Uh, you know, with back to school starting the next day, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, tomorrow, September the 1st. And speaking of Labor Day, of course, the Labor Day Classic, one day closer. And uh, we can't wait to see you here at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, we get just a peek behind the scenes. Uh, we got a little staff update today. Tickets, very far and few in between. So you're going to want to get them. Snap them up fast while you can. Ticats.ca slash tickets. Uh, you're going to want to be here. Get them before they sell out. You're going to want to be here because it's supposed to be a beautiful afternoon for football. It's going to be a great game. You know that. The Ticats uh, feeling like they got to respond after, let's say, getting punched in the mouth. Uh, by the Argos last week in Toronto. So they're motivated. They're going to want to go out there and play a, a big, strong football game. And again, the atmosphere itself is going to be worth the uh, the price of admission because uh, there is nothing quite like Labor Day at Tim Hortons Field. And just putting it into perspective, you know, last year, of course, was super exciting being back here You know, with a, a, a pandemic style. Uh, but first real full-capacity Labor Day Classic uh, since 2019, so you're going to want to be here. And, by the way, Ticats, knock on wood, never lost to the Argos on Labor Day here at Tim Hortons Field, so looking to keep that record intact. Uh, you're going to want to be here. Mention that, Ticats.ca slash tickets. Uh, you're going to want to get your 50-50 tickets, too, where the guaranteed jackpot starts at $50,000. Yeah, and there's even an early bird draw that's coming up. And that's going to be on Friday night for a thousand bucks. So, TyCats5050.com is where you can get your tickets. Uh, coming up on today's show, TyCats, we're back at practice for day zero. So, we'll hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer. We'll hear from Mason Bennett as well. And later on in the show, Coach John Salavantis will join us uh, for some Wednesday salutations uh, with Coach Sal. Fans, before you head out to the Labor Day game, help the Pure Later Tackle Hunger Initiative bring a non-perishable food item to the game to support Hamilton Food Share and help us tackle hunger in Hamilton. I mentioned the Ticats were back at practice today. Uh, TSN's Matthew Shinetti is reporting that Jamie Newman took the majority of the reps today. I don't have the injury report in my hands just yet, uh, but maybe by the time the show is out, you can go to Ticats.ca or CFL.ca to know exactly who the Ticats said was in or out today. I say that because day zero, it is often hard to tell who is out uh, for injury purposes, who's out for maintenance purposes, rest days, veteran days. So I, I really feel like it's unfair to tell you, you know, who who is out there, who's in sweats. The injury report's coming out. And we'll discuss that on tomorrow's show, and tomorrow's day one, so we'll get a better indication of what the Ticats might look like come Monday. But as mentioned, uh, Matthew Shinetti was here. He did tweet out that Jamie Newman was taking first-team reps and uh, just passing along that information as uh, reported out by Matthew Shinetti. So just in case you need to know. We did have a chance to catch up with Coach O after practice today. Uh, and we started off. I started off by asking him about something he said after the game on Friday where he said, you know, frustration is a human emotion. He would expect his guys to be frustrated with where they're at. My question to him, how do you turn that frustration into results on the football field? That's the challenge. That's exactly what the challenge is. And so how we do that, we keep internal. And 
Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're not trying to suppress things that are just natural, right? If uh, people didn't feel emotion or frustration, that'd pretty make us pretty much uh, probably who we don't want to be, right? And so it, it's, uh, there's a difference between that and choosing to divide or separate. And that's what I'm just most proud of uh, with, this, with this football team so far. I just want to focus on Toronto. You know what I mean? Like how, how we handle stuff internally is how we handle stuff internally. That's for us. And uh, last game was last game, and how I spoke to the team was how I spoke to the team. Yeah, for sure. We definitely, you know, it's a, it's a historic game. It's a classic uh, for a reason. Uh, there's high energy and emotions. You can feel it around town. You can, you can just see it. And, and it's just, uh, just um, you know, historically, it's kind of been like the middle of the season uh, more so. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to it. It's something that, uh, as you can tell, I kind of get at a loss for words a little bit. It's something that you have to feel uh, versus explain. And so for anybody who hasn't experienced a Labor Day Classic, and I've been fortunate to, for, um, to go through it on both sides, uh, meaning the Toronto side and the Hamilton side. And uh, there, there's nothing like playing here uh, in Hamilton on Labor Day, no matter what side I was on. Yeah, I'd, I'd look at today more as uh, organized conditioning. And just getting out there, we'll see how people uh, are after, you know, after treatment and whatnot today. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into uh, who we're going to line up with based off of day zero. I'd, I'd wait more till uh, probably after day two um, or leading into day two. And then we'll, we should be a little bit more solidified and, and be able to tell you which direction we're heading. Yeah, I don't I'm not sure who came up with that timeline, but, we, you know, I don't defend print. You know what I mean? So I, 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 uh, I just know what our doctors have said and what our own timelines are. And so uh, people can print whatever they, they'd like to print. So that would be my comment on it. And that is the head coach and president of football operations of the Ticats, Orlando Steinauer, as we caught up with him after practice today. Uh, we also had a chance to catch up with Mason Bennett, who's putting together a uh, pretty solid sophomore season despite dealing with uh, some injuries uh, this season. He did work his way back fairly quickly, but uh, has three sacks on the year. And, you know, Jaguar Davis left some pretty big shoes to fill, but he's been doing a great job on that DN spot when he's out there. And as mentioned, caught up with him after practice today. And again, asked him about turning the frustration of where they are at three and eight on the season into results on the football field. And here's what he had to say about that. Um, I mean, that night when I went back home, the first thing I did was watch the film. Um, I think that's all you can do right now. We're just trying to move forward and see the mistakes and um, find some good and then just take that and apply it to the field. Uh, that's just football. You know, if I look back at it last year, I think I had like almost two season-ending injuries pop up and still play in the Great Cup. So um, you just move forward. You try to adjust. You play with the guys you have and you just play football at the end of the day. Um, do some research for sure. You know, there's so much great history in football itself, but let alone this game. Um, yeah, just go on YouTube, go on Google, search it up, learn from it. Um, just have fun. Like I said, it's a huge game, and um, all we can do right now is move forward and enjoy it. Just stick with us. You know, in the locker room, um, we're all sticking with each other. Um, like Coach always said, you know, we're not turning it back on anybody. Um, we, the guys in this room, that's who we're going to win with, and uh, we're just going to keep moving forward with uh, the guys we have. Yeah, um, I actually played against him in the spring league in 2020 during COVID. Um, I remember scouting him back then. Um, it's the same guy he is today, right? Um, and now what is this game four or five playing against him? And, you know, he has tendencies that he's good at and he has tendencies that he's not so good at. Um, we're going to find some ways to pick him apart and uh, just go forward with those. 
And that is Mason Bennett as we caught up with him after practice today. All right. Uh, thanks for checking us out here, by the way, on the Ticats Audio Network. You can uh, subscribe, like, wherever you get your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode of this show or any other great shows uh, we have for you, including a brand new episode of The Coach O Show. Uh, which just dropped on the Ticats Audio Network this week. Uh, you can also catch a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy later on this week when I catch up with Mike Hogan from the Argos play-by-play booth. Right now, very pleased to be joined by Coach Sal, John Salavantis, for some Wednesday salutations. And uh, Coach Sal, it's the question I've been posing all my guests this week. Uh, what's going on with these Hamilton Tiger Cats and how do they fix it? Well, there's a lot going on, and the fix is not easy, but uh, it's doable. You know, I, I look back uh, this morning, Louis, when I went into uh, the gym, uh, there was a young fellow wearing a number nine jersey walking in front of me going in uh, with Dane Evans, the brand new uh, steel jerseys. And I thought to myself, you know, there's a great comparison. Uh, if you go back to 95, 6, 7 uh, with Anthony Calville. And with uh, Dane Evans now uh, with the Tiger Cats. And, and I went through and I, I uh, <clears throat> did the numbers. Calvillo in his career with Hamilton had 44 TDs, 45 interceptions. Evans, in the same number of years, and now has 39 TDs and 31 interceptions. You go back to 97, Calvillo had 12 TDs, 11 interceptions, 12 fumbles. This season, Evans has 10 TDs, 14 interceptions, and six fumbles. Now, I'm not saying that Evans is going to be an Anthony Calvillo, but I am saying that you give him some time to work through these things. Unfortunately, with Calvillo, he had to leave us before he became the great quarterback uh, th- that he uh, was in Montreal. I-, I think there's still time for Dane Evans. Uh, Matt Dunnigan will tell you, Matt was on those teams also. And uh, Coach O was a defensive back with those teams with Calville. So he has some recollection of, of what I just talked about. But uh, Matt Dunnigan will tell you, it takes time for a quarterback to learn how to read defenses. And you go back to the Toronto game and the first miscue that we saw in that game from Dane Evans on the uh, throw uh, in which Peters uh, intercepted, that was a total misread. They were playing match coverage on the defensive side, meaning that they had one more defender than we had receivers. So the throw never should have gone to that side of the field. Later on in the game, He gets another misread because he looks to his left and he doesn't see what he wants. So he wheels to his right and throws. And the two receivers to that side, after he looked left, never moved. So one defender was able to play both those those receivers and he throws another interception over there. So all I'm trying to get at is give Dane Evans uh, some time and work with him and see if you can't get him out of this funk and get him uh, to the quarterback that he can be. 
Well, and I think that's the part that comes, it comes back to is that nobody is saying Dan Evans is a bad quarterback, right? He, he's, he's not playing well. That's, that's, that, those are huge differences. Dan Evans, bad quarterback, Dan Evans, not playing well. I mean, that, those aren't, those aren't, you know, uh, it, it's, it's just, it's frustrating sometimes when you hear people ready to, to give up on a guy um, because of a bad stretch of football games. And to that point, a lot of it seems to be mental because the, the, the physical stuff seems to be there, even if he is battling through an injury. I mean, it, it does seem to be really mental right now for him. I agree, Louie. And, and to go back to the comparison that I made, uh, Calvillo and, and Dane Evans are two entirely different uh, beings. You know, uh, with Anthony, Anthony was a young 21-year-old when we got him in 95 out of the posse uh, to come to Hamilton. And he was not mature in most ways uh, as an individual. Dane Evans, I think, is more, more inclined to be uh, more mature in that respect uh, as, well, as Calvillo. So the, the comparison with Calvillo, he could not understand the coaching that he was given, which was back to the 50s and the 60s. I mean, that coaching at that time was uh, uh, a hard coach. Uh, with Coach O, you've got a love coach, and you got a coach that understands the player and understands his needs. Uh, you know, so the comparisons are such that Dane Evans, to me, is a guy who can come out of this and become a very, very good quarterback in the CFL. Well, in the meantime, the Tiger Cats are where they are in, in the playoff picture, currently on the outside looking in third in the East, but they control their own destiny at least for the next couple of weeks with games against uh, the Argos, a bye week, and then the Montreal Alouettes. How do you... How do you talk the guys through a, a stretch of football games like this where there's still, uh, you know, obviously a lot to play for because mathematically you're right there, but you're still three and eight. Yeah, but you just have to draw it up on the board for them and show them the, the, uh, uh, the games that are upcoming. And uh, if you go back and you look, really, uh, as you said, we get Toronto, then Montreal, then Saskatchewan, then Calgary. And then it's Ottawa, Ottawa. So the fact is we're playing more of the games in the Eastern division and have every opportunity uh, to be number one or number two. And, and you're going into Labor Day. And, and this is the beginning of a new season. This was a time in the old days when, when the airlift started coming in, where, where the players came back from the NFL uh, to rejoin the, the CFL. Some of that will take place. And maybe Hamilton will make a couple of changes. I don't know. There are reports out today that Vernon Adams, quarterback from Montreal, is going to go to BC. But they may be looking around to find somebody uh, to fill in with Schultz being out for four to six weeks. Yeah, and again, a day zero is so hard to read into much of anything. What we're seeing at practice, this was a lighter day for the Tiger Cats out there, and uh, they still have a full practice week with uh, with day one with the game on Monday. Uh, Coach, we've talked about the history of these two game or of these two teams uh, a lot. They got a whole documentary coming out about it uh, this fall. But uh, can you just put into perspective how how big Labor Day is for the guys in the room? for the coaches, like, it, it, it's not just another game, is it? It's not another game. It's, it's the game, and the labor part of it is part of Hamilton. Uh, 
the parade that takes place in Hamilton is a Labor Day parade. Uh, it, it's meant to uh, to honor those people who work the lunch bucket crowd, if you will, that go to work every day in the steel mills or did uh, during the early years. So that part of it is is uh, the historic part, perhaps. Uh, the steam whistle at the stadium will go off uh, prior to the ball game, uh, as it did for the workers who went to the mills uh, where the whistle went off and they went to work and the whistle went off and they left work. So. It, the players will begin to understand and the veterans will try to tell the rookies how important this game is and how physical this game is going to be. It, it won't register right away. You have to go through it one time to understand it. But th this is what football is all about. This is, this is the rivalry. This is the fun thing about the game. This is the fan base uh, that, that will be energized uh, come Monday uh, at one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, we know the Tiger Cats are going to have to do a lot of things differently than the last time out. Uh, a limit turnovers has been a story all year, B big plays, but what else do the Tiger Cats need to do outside of those two things? It's easy to say, but what else do the Tiger Cats need to do to come out with a win on Monday? Well, it goes back to the fact that we've not played a 60 minute game. We continue to play uh, a good in a quarter uh, average in another quarter poor in another quarter, et cetera. You've got to play all four quarters of the game, all 60 minutes at the highest level possible. Keep under control, be physical, and beat the man across from you. Those things will take place, and you'll come out a winner. Well, we shall see. Coach, uh, you're going to be here on Monday, right? I absolutely will. I'm going to be here too. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing you at uh, the stadium on Monday and seeing all the fans as well. So, uh, Coach, we'll see you then. Thank you, Louie. Talk to you. And my thanks to Coach Sal for joining me today. Looking forward to seeing him in person on Monday. And looking forward to seeing you as well uh, because uh, you, you may know uh, I do have a, a, a different role outside of this Ticats uh, organization job I have uh, that keeps me pretty busy on game days. But uh, very much looking forward to being here on Monday. You knew, you know I wasn't going to miss the, uh, the first Labor Day game, so hopefully I'll see you down here as well. As mentioned off the top, Ticats.ca is where you can get tickets because they are running out and they very well might be sold out by the time you're listening to this. So if you don't have your tickets, uh, go get them now. The Labor Day Classic 50-50 jackpot is guaranteed $50,000. Be sure to get your tickets early for a chance at 50K and the early bird draw for $1,000 this Friday at 8 p.m. Visit Ticats5050.com. Brought to you by the Hamilton Bulldogs Foundation. License number RAF 123-5466. That'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Tight Cats Audio Network. I'm Louie Butko, hoping you have a great day. Monday, Tim Hortons Field. WeatherTech is pleased to present Tim Hicks. Labor Day Classic will feature a special halftime concert performance featuring award-winning country artist Tim Hicks. Presented by WeatherTech, Tim Hicks. Halftime on Labor Day in the Hammer.